1: Welcome, everybody, to The Psychologists Are In. I am Maggie Lawson.
0: And I'm her podcast partner in crime, Timothy Elmondson.
1: And this week, we are doing part two of our I Heart Vancouver episode. We had so much more to talk about after last week, so we thought we would just, like, continue it and give the best Vancouver itinerary for all you fans out there. I mean, you got Joey's, you got the Art Museum, you've got the Seawall, we know that, any Starbucks, but we have even more. So enjoy this episode, and I don't know, maybe take some notes. Can we just talk for a second about this summer cut? I'm so into it. I love it, Tim. I think you look great. And also, I kind of love that the bush is just a tease.
0: Well, it's, it's a little more fun that way.
1: Yeah, it, I think it, it's great. Keep
0: them guessing. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners, it is a very special episode. It's my favorite weekend of the year because it's Maggie's birthday weekend.
1: That's crazy that it's your favorite weekend of the year.
0: Next to my own birthday weekend. So this is the first time I've seen you on birthday week.
1: Yeah. And then I'm going to see you tomorrow where we're going to sing our our little hearts out. You're singing. I'm going to make oh, you sing. Oh,
0: jeez. Okay.
1: No, I won't make you sing. But if you, if you get inspired, the mic is yours.
0: I mean, we'll see how much um, liquid courage I have. But I think it will go really badly at this point with my voice not being anywhere near karaoke. Karaoke level.
1: But that's the whole point of karaoke is making a fool of ourselves. Well, speaking of karaoke, okay have we talked about, first off, hi, Tim. Hi, Maggie. Well, I already said you look great. You ready to podcast another on um, uh, iHarving Hoover episode? Uh, not pod- yet.
0: I'm not yet. Say, oh, oh, Maggie, oh. you look see. great. You know, with great beard comes great responsibility, Maggie.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. We need a screenshot of that.
0: I actually don't. Someone sent me this through Amazon. I don't know who sent me this.
1: Brilliant person sent you that. Okay, now are you ready to podcast the shit out of another iHeartVancouver episode with me?
0: Have I fully expressed how great you look today?
1: I mean, I think so because I think I look medium all right today. So I feel like in a way, you're hitting the bullseye with like, we don't need to overdo it.
0: Okay, did you read my text I sent you this morning?
1: I did. Okay. You did. I did. I
0: don't think you responded to the... Um,
1: I have been driving around like a crazy person, her. as you know.
0: I just want to make sure you got... Also, the
1: message. I get shy about that. I get shy about it.
0: That's why I needed to to put it in. I put it in writing and send it to you. Thank you. Basically, ladies and gentlemen, I sent her a text this morning saying, "I know she. It's her birthday. And she's getting a little. Am I right or am I wrong that you're a little weirded out by turning this age?
1: I was, and I'm kind of not anymore. Excellent. I think for a minute I was like, I, and now I'm just like, no, this is where I am, and I'm, 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 is where I am.
0: And that I'm was g- the second part of my me- so my message to Max this morning was. I know you're probably a little freaked out of turning mm-hmm, X number 43. of years. Yeah. Oh, you just said yeah. it. Good for you. Powerful.
1: I said it out loud.
0: because. But I said, you are more beautiful now than when I met you 17 years ago. You're one of those classic dudes that 17. just ages into yourself. And not just looks, because we're not that shallow, although we are. It's your power. You are so coming into your own power, Maggie, that um, I'm so proud of you. And I'm so proud of everything you've, you've achieved at this age, the young age of 43. And I just can't imagine how much further how much farther you're gonna go as the years go on. Cause girl, you want to roll.
1: Thanks, Tim. I feel good.
0: You should feel, I feel good. good. I mean I I'm glad you yeah. feel good. I'm glad you listened to my uh, and uh, you took in my words and then just blow them off and brush them off by saying you're uncomfortable with it.
1: No, I mean I get shy around the compliments. And so, but I appreciate them very much. Yes, and honestly, good.
0: we would have no podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll
0: beginning to a podcast.
1: Okay. Thanks, Tim. So speaking of... There's
0: more where that com- came from this week.
1: Things we love. I love you, Tim. We also love
0: Vancouver. Vancouver!
1: And we are doing a part two of this because there was no way we could, bet- we could possibly... And I have a feeling there might even have to be a part three, but there was no way we could possibly get into uh, one podcast. All of our favorite places, memories, and, you know...
0: You used living some of the greatest years of our lives in that city.
1: Greatest, greatest years of our lives. Um, and so we're going to do another one. And again, per strike rules, uh, we are holding off on talking about the show until there is fingers crossed some movement. So, um, enjoy our the scabs, yo. Yeah, exactly. Um, so Tim, Maggie, a couple things. um, we covered the seawall. We covered the art gal. We've covered a lot of like special places. And I know like the girls growing up or whatever. And then I know you have other kids memories that you wanted to bring up. Kits beach memories and Kitsilano memories. I really only had a few that I was like, Oh, the grouse grind less. Uh, I mean the places that I have all my memories, I feel like I've closed my 30th birthday. Like you know, my 30th birthday. I know.
0: I was just thinking. I was literally woke up thinking about like, we're about to do your 43rd. And we, that
1: thirteen years amazing ago, amazing
0: uh, 30th birthday we had.
1: God, that was fun. That was a 30th member. And like Rebecca flew up and surprised me. Oh my God. We went to see eat, pray, love. I do very girly things on my birthday. I went to see Taylor Swift on Monday night and Barbie on Wednesday night. Like, I couldn't be more girly. I've seen girl my girlfriends this week. Oh, uh, anyway. And we're gonna girl out tomorrow, Tim. But um I cannot wait. but I, I wanted to bring it to your um you had mentioned something that that was very poignant for you that I wanna make sure we get in before we get rolling on other Vancouver places and things. And that was your friends. Yeah, your
0: dear But yeah. So, um so I, I cannot um talk about Vancouver without um, talking about my friend Tom and his wife, Rebecca. So it's an incredibly um, special story to uh, my family. So as we were talking about Kids Beach last week, which was really, it's a playground where, because I lived right around the corner, Lily and Nora grew up on this beach in this playground in, in Kitsilano. And one day we're standing there and on the playground, we meet this gorgeous couple, Tom and Rebecca, who, and uh, Tom Chacombe was his full name. And he was uh, he was an animation producer, and he was working on a movie called Space Gems. It was one of his first um, animated film films he was producing. So we start chatting, and then we come we hit this amazing coincidence that um, they sort of they're they're both sort of like this very stylish English couple. They were in raincoats and very much dressed for Vancouver, and they had two kids who were about the same height as our girls. We started talking, and we realized that. Um, Lily and so their daughters were, I mean, their kids were Jade and Max and mine are of course, Lily and Nora. Lily and Jade were born on the same day and Max and Nora were born one day apart. So we're like, wait a second. What? Like we mm-hmm. are destined to be, it is written that we are going to be friends. So, um, I mean, to have been born like four births taking place so close in the calendar, over 5,000 miles away from each other. It was like, this is too freaking weird. So we immediately start, um, and they're just, they're just lovely people. So Rebecca starts inviting us over. Our kids become fast friends. We become fast friends with them. And then proceeds just the crazy coincidence, coincidences of our lives. So we start hanging out with Tom and Rebecca all summer long. Jade and Lily become best friends. And we just hang out like all summer long. A few months in, because Tom's so good at what he does, he gets recruited by the m- massive company DreamWorks to go to, to come down to LA and become a, an innovation producer for them. So um, we're talking and they say, we, we are, we're driving down to LA to um, sort of scout out locations or to places to live. And our house was empty. And Allison goes, well, why don't you just take our house? It's empty. So a few weeks later, we're standing on the beach again. And Allison goes, do you think we're being robbed right now? We basically just gave our house to two people. Two
1: <laughs>
0: and he loads up everything yeah. in a um, an e-haul truck and they start driving down. And so their family lives in our house for a few weeks while scouting around places to live. Eventually, our season of our beautiful show ends, and I come. I'm home for the summer. They start looking at houses, and they pick a house minutes away from us. It's a beautiful house with with a big pool. And uh, just because they're just such amazing people, but because we kind of helped them out, Tom Rebecca then takes Allison like in under her wing because she's now like a single a single parent while I'm in Vancouver working. And um, basically, the girls learn how to swim in, in their pool. And every Sunday was, again, because they're English, was Sunday roast at Tom and Rebecca's house. And we developed this big sort of friend group. Of, we we, have, we know some other ex British expats who started going and like, and just, and just even the non-British folks. We just had this huge friend group in LA that started spending every Sunday at Tom and Rebecca's. Like swimming and drinking Pimps Cups and eating her amazing food. And so, like, they had a key to our house. We still I just was looking, we have a key box in our, in our hallway with, all the various keys and there is a um a keychain with in a heart shape with a union jack in it and it was um it was the it's the key to Tom rebecca's old house they don't live anymore mm-hmm. so we just had this incredible summer and they're just incredible really special part of my life cut to our show ends i get a job in england where i'm playing in king y'all know what it is i'm not gonna say what it is just a few months after they decide to move back to london so we kind of ended up following each other around the world men in men in vancouver Follow each other back. We followed them to van- back to LA or they followed us one of the two. And then I followed them to England where I was shooting. I shot in Bristol, which was a, about an hour and a half train ride outside of London. So on the weekends, I would go into London all the time. They gave me a key to their house and basically said, anytime you need a place to stay, here's, here's a key to our house. They're just, that's the kind of people that were. So I lived with them back and forth while I was in London. There was a summer where um, Lily and Nora and Allison came out to visit me while I was waiting to, for the season to start. We just had this incredible, and uh, our friend Sophie and Rich from LA happened, because Sophie's a Brit, happened to be in, in London at the time. And and Tom was just, he was just, just his Pied Piper and would sort of take us all, all the things he loved, like whether it was a, um piloting a, a canal boat through the canals of, in London, took us punting in Oxfordshire, which if you don't know what punting is, I didn't know, it's, it's kind of like working a gondola. So we would just have these incredible um scenes out of like a Merchant Ivory film of like being on streams and rivers. and. Then having this amazing picnic that would Rebecca would lay over all of us it was just a halcyon days gold the golden times of our of our friendship was just I can't overstate so we got word so on now the sad part comes we got word like two weeks ago that Tom suddenly passed away from a brain tumor that none of us knew was, was um because they kept it very quiet because he'd just gotten he'd started an animation company in in London and just gotten promoted to the president of his company the day he was diagnosed with this tumor which was inoperable so he just passed away, and I, the reason I, I wanted to tell Maggie this was because Maggie met Tomner back then. It was in yeah. the forefront of my my mind because I just I wrote his um his eulogy yesterday or one of his eulogies that I'm gonna record and send in to the to their That's funeral. Awesome. So it just really got me thinking so much about this guy. and When he passed, I immediately went to my phone, and just started looking up pictures, and just much like our times, Maggie and like you just yeah you I know, just put it in your face and just all the. The hundreds of pictures of the times we've had together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. the same, like, I put in Tom's face and in the surgery area and a hundred pictures of just these incredible memories, this life, yeah. I mean, just these 17 years, like, I knew him as long as I've known you, 17 years of just joyful times. And again, Lily and Nora being best friends and our times with our extended friend group in LA and how every, like, every Sunday was spent at their house, which I can't ever say yeah. just what a special time it was. So I, just, I lost my dear friend, and um, I'm so sorry, Tim. But um, again, it's all because of this movie about a chimp in space.
1: <laughs> <laughs> on
0: kids' speech, and then this friendship, this 17-year friendship, just developed. And-
1: I think this was a beautiful tribute, and I think, you know, as they say, with grief, we it hurts so bad because the love is so big. So we, it's it's so painful. But it's so painful because the love we share.
0: Exactly right because how much we love.
1: Yeah, yeah, because of how much we love. Anyway, I'm so sorry, Tim. And
0: and I love that you had met them, and because they were part of our like, of course, of course, you would have met them.
1: Yeah, I mean, you have a crew. You all have a strong crew. Like that was always one of my favorite things. Is even just like in even in Vancouver, everywhere you all went, I felt like you just like you were like magnets for like great people and families kind of finding each other and like-minded in that it was always about fun. It was it was all about, you know, celebrating and joy and having a good time no matter what. And anyway, so um, it says a lot about you and Allison and your family as well, that like these are the people that you attract. And this is like where, you know, I think for us in our little... I think I think you know there's this like thing with our family with our with our show since I can't say the name of the show um with our little our cast our family cast I mean these times that we had in Vancouver and this era of our lives is still going I mean obviously we still are making psych uh but it it was it it was like a t- a, t- a t- like how lucky were we are we that we got to have this and and vancouver being the backdrop for the and i feel like the the in a way like a character in it like a player in it like it's almost like another cast member
0: that it's the ripple effect of our life in that city
1: correct Have you ever woken up to a new acne breakout at the worst time? I know I have. I think the worst possible place to get a zit would have to be either right on your nose or right on your forehead. And trust me, I have had both even at the same time and at the worst time. We know acne can get in the way of feeling confident in your skin. And that is why we're excited to partner with Apostrophe, the sponsor of this episode. Apostrophe is an online platform that connects you with an expert dermatology team to get customized acne treatment for your unique skin. Through Apostrophe, you can get access to oral and topical medications that use clinically proven ingredients to help clear acne. Simply fill out an online consultation about your skin goals and medical history. Then snap a few selfies and a dermatology provider will create your customized treatment plan. How nice is that? Apostrophe offers access to prescription treatments for all types of acne, from hormonal acne, facial acne, even back chest, and you, butt acne. My favorite part about unboxing my apostrophe delivery was easily the adorable postcards and the personalized stickers for my prescription bottles. So cute. You all know I am a sucker for cute packaging. You can tell some serious thought was put into this company. It's incredibly well-made. We have a special deal for our audience. Get your first visit for only $5 at apostrophe.com slash pineapple. When you use our code pineapple, That's a savings of $15. This code is only available to our listeners. So to get started, go to apostrophe.com slash pineapple and click get started. Then use our code pineapple at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I don't know about you all, but I feel like I've had many times in my life where I was really uncertain about where I was going, where things were going, if I was even on the right path. And I don't really know how I got through that or whatever, other than just to say, I think uh, in my experience, therapy did help with sort of dropping some ideas around like perfection and it having to be exactly right every single time and knowing if you have to change your mind or course correct, you can do that. Sometimes we're faced with tough choices and the path forward isn't always clear. Whether you're dealing with decisions around career, relationships, or anything else, therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate life so you can move forward with confidence and excitement. Trusting yourself to make decisions that align with your values is like anything. The more you practice it, the easier it gets. I agree with this. I think that therapy, I think the more you kind of practice, I think that you start to know therapy helps you kind of get to know yourself. So you start to know your own compass and what feels right and aligned for you. And then the work I think has to sort of be in like practicing, sort of staying in that alignment and what feels good. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime at no additional charge. It's so easy to use. You all, this app is so easy to use. And whether you've tried therapy or you're thinking about switching therapists or you know somebody who could probably benefit from it, like this app is, it's very, very easy. and they tailor the experience so you feel as safe as possible. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp visit betterhelp.com/pineapple today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp h e l p.com/pineapple. The city itself I think is just so magical and what it offers. So from the mountains, I mean you you can ski, you we we were talking about the grass grind, you go up Grass Mountain, you can uh, be in the water on a boat, you can walk the seawall, but you also are in like a total Vibey cosmopolitan city that you get all those everything that comes with that too. It's it and just feels like and a, yeah. I was
0: gonna say just a tribute to what a great friend you are. I was just so low. Here's an example why I love Maggie so much. I was just so low, obviously and emotional. And what she she mm. spins it on a dime and picks me up by saying such nice, making such nice comments about Alice and I. And our life and why we attract those people. So thank you, my friend. You really just- But
1: it's true. That's that's what it, it, like you all, when we look around, you know, I like I've been doing this, I feel like a lot lately of just being like, God, I am so happy and so grateful for the people that I have in my life and friends. And, and just in a way that is like, I don't know, maybe it is as we get older that it does sort of you know, I don't know. And I think of you, Tim, I think of you like checking on me when you don't hear from me for like a day or two and you know, I'm, can be disappearing when something's like, just to have somebody text you to say, Hey, I love you. I'm thinking about you. Are you okay? I haven't heard from you. It's like, I've, you're the best. That's, That's that's a dear, dear, dear friend. So it makes sense that you would have these, you know, they're not just like these are like family. It's not just like acquaintances and friends that kind of show up to your things and whatever. It's like like deeply rooted, unbreakable bonds with people that I feel like a lot for all of us started during this time in our lives in Vancouver and with each other. But I also think, Tim, that is you. Like I like if it like the Christmas party, it's at the Amundsens. Like, oh, we're all, where's the meeting place? It's at the Amundsen's. Like, what are we doing? Like, you'd be like, oh, we have these friends, so-and-so and so-and-so. And And then I'd come over and be like, I'd meet these friends and they're like the greatest. Like you would just attract the greatest people, but you set the tone anyway. So, yeah. I mean, I mean what I say, but uh, the, I love that I Heart Vancouver has be called has become I Heart Tim the I Heart Tim episode. Oh. Um, but too, anyway, I'm getting
0: embarrassed, I'm getting embarrassed. It's too much. It's overwhelming.
1: Um, but, but well, so back to Vancouver. Look yeah, who,
0: look who's talking.
1: I mean, all right, enough, enough with all the enough with the love. Let's talk about Vancouver.
0: Okay, I have, I have a great pivot. <laughs> okay. i have a great segue in this. So I've got two things for you. So speaking of amazing friends and Vancouver, uh-huh. I got to talk about Granville Island, one of my favorite places Granville so Island, which is Yeah. For those of you who don't know, Granville Island was sort of it was an old um, sort of industrial part of town. Like there were mm-hmm. factories on and they at one point the city sort of took it over and made it into this kind of like sort of art art center. Like <laughs> artisans would go there. They turned these factories into sort of cr- studios for the crafts for artists and craftsmen. And um, there's this, I, I swear we live in Grand Granville because there's a place in Granville land called the kids' Mart, which is just the kids' market. It was just sort of, it's sort of a mall. It was just all sort of centered towards littler kids with, with stores around that just things to entertain them. There's like, uh, there was a place in there and there was an arcade, like one of those Chuck E. Cheese, like um, Hampshire habitats where kids can go through. And it's right on the, um, there's an amazing duck pond right there out back, and you can get the you can get the sea you can get a little this the sea bus, the water taxis from anywhere yeah. in the city.
1: In yeah, Grand Valley. so, it's so um, fun.
0: Then the kids used to actually. Um, oh well, Lily, who's as you know is an amazing artist, Dad brag. There's a place on Grand Valley called Arts Umbrella, which is all which is just arts education. So when we first started going up there, we put the girls in class. So Lily started taking art classes there, and Nor was taking like the drama class is there. And she's an amazing performer in her own right. So it was really like we were there every day. And there's a great community. As anybody from Vancouver knows, Vancouver has got amazing community centers. So we could go and there was sort of like a daycare in the gym that kids could play in the gym. And that's actually where we stole our nanny from. We pilfered another nanny from, um, from the sort of the playtime in the the community center there. But... um, Wow. And it's still one of like... Whenever we go back up to Vancouver, whether it's for a job for our show or another job, we have to spend. We always spend a lot of time on Granville Island.
1: Yeah, I like Granville Island too. I like it for the same thing you're talking about, like the artists, whatever. But I love the food. I just love the spirit there. It's really fun. There's always buskers. What? There's
0: always buskers. There's always street buskers there.
1: Yeah, it's very cool. And like the water taxis are so fun. You can just take your little. But uh, it's interesting too because I think. You know, Yale Town was, when we first moved there, I remember Yale Town was like the cool, like that was like the loading docks, the old school loading docks all got turned into lofts. And I mean, I think it's still very cool, honestly, I think. But we got lucky. I feel like we were right on the like, I remember when we got the show, someone said, you got to live in Yale Town when you're there because it was such a cool new up and coming area. Now it's very established, obviously, but... Yaletown is where uh, we stayed, or I stayed during the last movie at the level there, and so and I I fell in love with that area again, being that close to um, is it David Lamb Park? Is that yeah, what it's, it's called? A huge park there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'd go down there with Peanut and watch the sunsets and stuff at night. But then, yeah, what's the there's other? Are, there's beach?
0: a great dog park right there in Yaletown. Yeah, yeah. Well,
1: what's the other beach, Tim? There's another beach. That oh my god the main beach on the, along the seawall there that's like down by um the Burrard Bridge oh that's, and the, and the there's Grand
0: Sunset Beach that's Sunset beach.
1: Sunset Beach thank you I love Sunset Beach I guess was it was like awesome.
0: first beach second beach and third beach I think Sunset right. was sort of first beach
1: I absolutely loved sitting there that was like one of those places that is like I don't know I I watching a sunset at Sunset Beach um one of my favorite things to do but also I felt like it was the uh, there's a water taxi walk, uh, sorry, there's a water taxi dock right there, right? And a dog beach also right there,
0: yeah, right, right? right? The yeah. Bridge, yes. So we know all the dogs, right the City aquatic center. Mm-hmm.
1: It's fun because the last time I went, um, the last time we were doing the movie, I went whale watching with the uh, Prince of Wales. Did you ever go whale watching
0: there? No, I've still never done that because I was. Ah. I you tell me you went. I was like, I wanted to
1: go. It was cool. Prince of Wales whale watching was like, it's Prince of Wales. I'm giving them a shout out because they were so nice. And then they take you on like this little tour and I saw bald eagles, which by the way, everyone should know, like it's so rare to see one, even though it's our country's bird. It's so rare to see one in the US. And then you go to like Canada and they're all over. They're,
0: all over. <laughs> they're walking out of my... My little house, my ex- hugely expensive basement on Kitts Point. On the so majestic. Window, walking into the um, the Elm Grove across the street from my, mm-hmm. my apartment. And on a boulder, 4th of July, sitting a, bull, a bald eagle in the park. Just in the, not flying just sitting on a, on a boulder in the park.
1: Yeah, chilling, chilling. The raccoons in Stanley Park, which I think we talked about last time too.
0: So the very first time Alice and I were on Granville Island was kind of by accident. We spent an hour there. I am and i got to switch it into uh, one of the other best favorite things about Vancouver to me is the proximity to my hometown of Seattle because I mean my dear friends could come up all the time so my buddy Ron I think you've met Ron Johnson so Ron and Cliff are two of the guys who first started taking me fly fishing went to high school with them and uh, well Ron like when I first that thing that happened in my brain six years ago what yeah I guess stroke
1: I didn't hear I, don't, I couldn't tell I don't know Wait, are we yeah, missing up a I'm bit? Fine.
0: But Ron was one of the first people to to fly to Tampa and be with us in the ICU. I knew
1: that. Yeah. So
0: Ron's a dear friend, and has been a dear friend since high school. And Ron's got a Ron and his wife Ellie, amazing Ellie, have a house in uh, the San Juan Islands, on which is one of my favorite islands, specifically Orcas Island. So Ron's a, a big fisherman, not only fly fishing but salmon fisherman, and a great sailor. So Ron and Cliff were at their house in Olga. We make plans to come. They're gonna. He's got this great sort of seafaring um, fishing boat. So he's going to, he and Cliff hop in the, the boat. They're going to come pick up Allison and I to come have a weekend in Vancouver. So he's like, we'll, we'll meet you at the dock in, on Granville Island at such and such a time. An hour goes by. We finally get like a ship. It was, I think it was, there were no cell phone, like where there was early cell phone days. We get like a ship to shore call. They're stuck in the middle of the Pacific. They hit a sandbar on the way in.
1: Oh my God! So
0: they're they're marooned on a sandbar, and they had to literally wait for the tide to come and lift up the lift up their boat before they could um get underway. So Allison and I had like two or three hours on Met gravel and going, "What are you?" So the, then we we go to the kids' market and we're like, we like literally found like a bead store and made like we're five year olds. We made um, bracelets and keychains with like beads with, with which I still have the keychain. This is like Allison and Tim on it. I made Cute. a necklace <laughs> like I'm a five year old. I
1: love that. That's so cute. What a cute memory! And they
0: just went and then, um, okay, stop. So Granville Island, all and then Ron suddenly shows up. Which there's something pretty damn cool about your buddy showing up in an awesome fishing boat next to the dock, and you throwing your your luggage in it and being whisked off into the ocean.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I like. I love. I love hearing your story because this is fun. We have so many memories together, but like we also had. I mean. Very little time that we spent apart, but the little time that we did spend apart, sometimes we were like, we have mem- other memories there. I like, I remember my family. I remember my nephews coming up when they were so little, and they would sit at the 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 water and watch the seaplanes. Yeah, and I mean, in it's comfort, just like a kid. The best. Oh, the best! Like, it's the absolute best. There's also this lagoon in Stanley Park that has like, it's basically like a mirror lake that is just so beautiful. You can just go sit there, and it's literally like you know, when they're at the horizon line just breaks the thing and it's literally the same reflection. Oh, it's absolute magic. The grouse grind. The
0: grouse grind.
1: This was something that, who told us about it initially? Not Dan Shea, but I feel like it was a stunt person, like a very fit person. It's,
0: I feel like it was, if that's the case, I'm going to be Dan Shea.
1: Okay. So, and and I remember we all were like, you know, they were like, leave, you know, leave some time to do it. Um, and I think all of us were a little bit like, "How tough can it be?" That you know, if people do the Grouse Grind all the time. It's oh, I remember what it was. Somebody said they go and do it every morning or something, and I was like, "We'll be good.
0: We'll be fine. It's like it's a mile, it's a vertical mile up, right?"
1: I believe it is a it's, vertical it's a, mile. Well, up. Yeah.
0: The Grouse Grind it's not just a hike. It's like it is stairs cut into the roots and It's um, it's kind of a rite yeah. of passage. Yeah. Like, you haven't been to Vancouver unless you've done the cross grind.
1: But there is such a reward at the top of the grouse grind. So when you do... So I think... What did we do, Tim? Did we think that we were... We took some water, maybe? I was certainly not dressed for it. You, however, were, like, killing it. Like, I remember you had the backpack. You were ready to go. I like, did, Tim knew what was, what was up. And I
0: was wearing... a a Langley firefighter t-shirt because the very first time I did the grass grind, I was taken by my friend Mark Millward, who's who's a firefighter up there, who is not just a firefighter. He's the over 50-year-old gold medal firefighter games champion. Mm -hmm. It's like firefighter Olympics. Like he's the most fit human being. He's ex-British military, like the most fit human being in the world. So he, first time he's like, okay, I'll take I'll take you to the grind. And I, just, I think I had a banana and a cup of coffee for breakfast, and I'm halfway up the grind. Like I pull over, and I'm like I'm dry heaving.
1: I can't believe I'm about to say this, but fall, fall is right around the corner, and HelloFresh is here to help you plan for the busy season ahead and tasty dishes delivered to your door. Simply choose your recipes and pick your delivery date, then lay back and enjoy the last days of summer, knowing dinner is covered. Banish the end of summer blues with HelloFresh. I love HelloFresh, you all. No need to stress about how you'll handle it this fall because HelloFresh takes care of the meal planning and delivers pre-portioned ingredients right to your home. So whipping up a homemade meal is a cinch. The key to dinnertime success, variety. HelloFresh keeps your taste buds on their toes with 40 chef-crafted recipes to select from every single week. From family-friendly to fit and wholesome, you'll always find new and exciting recipes to try and love. Feel like you would love a wholesome homemade meal, but there's just not enough time? With HelloFresh, all you need is 15 minutes and you'll be enjoying a tasty, satisfying meal made in your own kitchen. And let me just say this. I've actually just as like a challenge I've really timed out when it says 15 minutes. I'm like, really? Is it just 15 minutes? It really is just 15 minutes. Like, they have, it, they have it down. Anybody can do it. I love their recipes. Does it seem like your family is hungry all the time? Add snacks, sides, and more to your weekly HelloFresh order. Just simply shop HelloFresh Market, which is so fun, and take your pick from a curated selection of over 100 add-on items. Let's be honest. What don't I love about HelloFresh? I love how easy it is to cook, how everything is sent directly to my home, and their incredible recipes are insanely delicious. When life gets busy, don't call for delivery. Get HelloFresh. It's 25% cheaper than takeout and less expensive than grocery shopping too. Just choose your recipes and receive fresh pre-portioned ingredients so you can get cooking quick. Go to HelloFresh.com 50pineapple and use code 50pineapple for 50% off plus free shipping. 50% off plus free shipping. That's right. Head to hellofresh.com slash 50pineapple for 50% off. That's so much. Plus free shipping. You know that feeling you get when you finally find the thing you have been searching for on the internet? After spending hours researching, reading thousands of reviews, you find it. This thing. Whatever it is. Sparkly disco pants, designer dog hoodies, a niche thing from a wood shop in Prague. And it checks literally all your boxes and it has five stars. Oh, and it arrives in just 48 hours. So why is it that you can get the most random, wonderfully reviewed thing from around the world in just two days, but if you wanna see a good doctor, it can take forever to get an appointment? Not to mention, how do you know if they're even good? Thankfully, there is a way. It's called ZocDoc, a place to find and book great doctors who actually have amazing reviews, many with appointments available within 24 hours. ZocDoc is a free app, free where you can find amazing doctors and book appointments online. We are talking about booking appointments with thousands of top-rated, patient-reviewed doctors and specialists. You can filter specifically for ones who take your insurance and are located near you and treat almost any condition that you're looking for. These docs have all verified reviews from actual real patients, not bots. The average wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is between just 24 and 48 hours. That's it. You can even score same day appointments. Once you find the doc you want, you can book them immediately with just a few app taps. No more awkwardly waiting on hold with a receptionist. I love this. If I ever need to find a doc in a short amount of time, this is for sure, for sure the place to go. Go to ZocDoc.com slash pineapple and download ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That is ZocDoc, dot com slash pineapple. ZocDoc.com slash pineapple.
0: Discover why critics
1: are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on.
0: It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13.
1: There's something about the Grass grind that, like, you go for a while and you're just, like, in these switchbacks going up the mountain which, honestly, Tim's right, though. Like, I do... If you can do it, I... It is such a... Like you said, like a rite of passage. It's such an ex- a Vancouver experience to have that... Because the reward at the end is so great, but and you do have... A,
0: you'll suddenly be going and just like ready to just vomit and pass out. And you'll see it, it says yeah. quarter of the way there, half the way there.
1: That's what I was going to say. You literally think like, God, we're there, right? Like, we're almost there. And it, it'll just say a quarter, of, a quarter of the way through. And you're like, wait, what, what, what? We've been going... Like it's like four hours, isn't
0: it? It's I. I it's no, not, I can't maybe roll. it's not
1: four. Couple, couple hours, there's, couple hours up. But there's yeah, a bar. I hate
0: to see like, like it's like an Olympic event. People compete for time, and you check your time at the at the bottom, and then you check your time at the at the, when you to the top. But like, yeah, I'm huffing and puffing, and I'm being passed by like sixteen, seventeen, eight year old girls in flip flops.
1: Oh, that was funny. Like,
0: so yeah, there yeah. was an amazing day when as a Show family again, not saying the name of that show. You all know what I'm talking about. Symbolics of pineapple. As a show family, we're like, okay, we're doing this. Yeah. And and, we,
1: except, did, and we did.
0: Except James Rodero Rodriguez was like, ah, you guys go.
1: Yeah. Also, he probably worked until I mean he, you know, probably works sure. late. all the like, you know. came along. Duly was there. Remember
0: Andy? Dulai, Andy. Oh, and, I think and felt this right. there was a moment I think we're like halfway through, and Andy's like. Maybe not feeling that's so good. I'm like, look, you are. You can stop now, but I'm telling you right now, because like, stop now, because we're not coming back for you. But I'm telling you now, you're going to regret this. Yeah. And he pulled it up, and he got it. And then the the pictures of us at the top. And so you get to the top of Grouse Mountain, and this the the payoff, was about, and, and it is just a the most stunning view of the val- of the city of Vancouver and, and the ocean. Mm-hmm. And then you go into lodging. It was it was me have a burger and a beer because you just worked off all those calories.
1: That's my favorite part. The was, burger
0: and beer you've ever had in your life.
1: Yeah, it's my favorite part because you, you, it's the greatest burger and beer or or drink whatever it is it, to have that drink at the top with that view after that hike. You are it, there is something so rewarding about it. That it gets you through. I've we we did it a couple more times. I think throughout the series, and that that got me through. Always it was like, it's just so worth it when you get to the top, even if you're dry heaving four times on the way up. So grouse grind has to be done. Um,
0: so my fr- our our my friend Michael Sherman came up one time, and my buddy from LA and was like, okay, so we're like, we got I got We got to do the grind, and we get up and we do it one day, and halfway up, we meet this Scottish guy. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Who's like sort of paused, pale as can be, dry heaving, and he's like, "Do you want a gummy?" Because huh? like, he had, like sh- he just was piling sugar in his mouth. Because worst hangover decision ever. <laughs> do you want a gummy?
1: <laughs> it's true. Oh my god. I think I think one time I because Brooke and Rebecca came up to surprise me at one point, and uh, I was like, I was like, "Do y'all want to do this?" Do you want to do this? You don't want to hike. And they're like, how hard can it be? It's a hike. It's just a hike, right? Every single one, every single one, every single person you take, everybody says, how hard can it be? It's a hike, right? And then a uh, quarter of the way through, they're like, why, why? Especially if you had any drinks the night before, which we always had.
0: Yeah, shocker. I mean, we
1: never, never not I'll, had. The trail
0: is cutting. It's like you're climbing up roots. The stairs are yeah. out of roots and dirts and rocks. I mean, it's not exactly a, um... It's not like doing the steps of the Empire State Building.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Rough, yeah. Fuel. And I was thinking of... We talked about Joey's last time. We talked about Granville Island. Have you been to Victoria, Tim?
0: Funny you should mention Vancouver. Victoria. Victoria is actually the very first family vacation I ever remember. We oh. You I know, five years old, and we didn't take a lot of vacations. And at the time, you could take... There was a... um. It was a cruise ship. It's called the Princess Marguerite or the Princess Marguerite, that you would take from Seattle. And It was, it was like a sister ship to the Princess Margaret, I guess. So you could—I just remember being, like, I want to say four or five years old, sitting in the living room, going, "Why am I awake right now? It's pre-dawn." My brother's tying my shoes for me, and next thing I'm—I'm you know, I'm on the ship, and um, it's just—it's like when you, when you're that age, and you get on a, a a sailing ship like this. It was like being in Disneyland. Ah, and I remember this. I have such vivid memories. I'm just in the um, in sort of the lobby of the ship, and this older woman comes up to me, and like pinches my cheek and says how cute I am, like shoves money into my hand to go buy candy. So that was my, my first, and then we get to Vancouver, we get to Victoria, and just with my brother and sister, just going nuts. And it's a magical place. There's the Empress Hotel, which is this, yeah,
1: the Empress is cool, which is where the, um,
0: like pre- Queen Victoria, I think, stay there. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a magical place. And then just running around there every year in high school, when I was in the jazz band, the our we had our high school had a great marching band, and every year for Victoria Day, our band would go up and, and march in the parade. oh
1: that's so cute. At the of the
0: day, first day of school, one year, my band my band teacher Leo Dodd goes, "Look, I know most of you were just in here for the for the Victoria Day Victoria party or trip," mm-hmm. which is true. So every year we would go on, we'd all climb on the Princess Margaret and.
1: How fun.
0: And go up and a bunch of high school kids hang out in Victorian. We were still, for some reason, we were old enough to like get, you'd get mopeds and go into them.
1: Oh my God. I love it.
0: But when Allison and I first started dating, and I was doing a little show for a struck company, but it's the show I met Jensen on. And um, I was living in Seattle, shooting the show in Seattle. Allison came up to visit. And on one of our first like dating weekends, I um, a took her to on the ferry to uh, Orcas Island. City, town of Olga. But to really surprise her, I, I booked us a seaplane out of Seattle into, into Victoria Harbor, stayed at the Empress, and had just this amazing weekend with with Allison and Victoria. So it, oh, how it's Victoria is a very special place.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. like, I, I didn't even know. I didn't, I don't think I I knew that. I, I never went to Victoria when we were shooting our show. Uh, I went on a movie that I was doing for on another show, but I, I found Victoria to be just magical.
0: It is is very.
1: mm, It's like an enchanting
0: place. It really is.
1: I love that. I didn't know that that was such a big part of your life. I also remember uh, the Sunshine Coast. I really love. Did you ever go? Other than when we shot there with
0: our show that time, that was the only time I went.
1: Uh huh. I went one other time to these tents. The Sunshine Coast, I thought, was really pretty, but Victoria, yeah, was just absolutely magical. Um, Speaking
0: of what you would do in those tents and what sometimes come from comes from that activity, my children, we had a summer and we t- we took the girls to to Victoria, and there was a um there's a ropes course called Monkey Do, and they were really little, and Lily was um it was like this really hardcore kind of well age appropriate um ropes course, like you know you put on a helmet and climb these ropes. Mm-hmm. And I remember like taking Lily to um our local playground near down the street when she was very little, her being afraid to um jump for the monkey bars. Like Aww. it just like she was so terrified of, of the height of like taking this this leap to the monkey bars and and just and getting her up on the ropes course like still was like just still a really special memory of like being in Victoria on the ropes course with Lily and her sort of conquering her fear of heights and that her dad was there to, to catch her and take care of her.
1: Aw, I bet she remembers that forever too.
0: It was pretty special.
1: Yeah. We have so many beautiful, like so many beautiful memories from there. I feel almost like I, it's like we're reliving our lives. Like it's not just like, oh, this time we spent there on this show. Like it's like, we spent eight years of our lives in the city, and continue to still spend more time there. I talk
0: about going through my my phone, looking memories. This is the greatest yeah. thing about this podcast: getting to sit here and talk to you and really relive these memories. Speaking and, of the grass, grind, and grass mountain, yeah, there was a really epic day that, especially that you and I had with um Dan and Kate and Kate. Michael. Yes, where um we went lining, because I would always take. We'd, we, it was like every summer we take the girls up to Grass Mountain. And there's zip lining there. And we was like, we got to do that. So Michael comes up one time and he's like, okay, we planned for for which like in LA, he'd say, we're going to, I'm going to come up visit you in Vancouver and we're going to go zip lining. So Dave, leaves like, oh, we got to run with it. We get it there. And the, and the woman goes, do you have a reservation? We look at you. Oh, reservation. Damn it. So we didn't do it that time until another couple months later, towards the end of the show. Like, I want to say like, I mean, it was last season, some of the last episodes. Were you, me, Dan, and Kate and Michael, m- actual make reservations. We had this great day zip planning.
1: That day for me was if I had to, you know, I was I was not in every episode of see- of the last season because I was I was starting another thing in LA. But I feel like every single time I came up, there was almost something new. I wanted to be like, I remember Kate took me uh uh paddle boarding for the very first time in the Vancouver waters. It was the craziest experience. I loved that so much, and now I paddleboard whenever I go anywhere. But I have to say, I think ziplining for me was, it's probably in my top five memories of the show. Like, period. Just because it was such an epic day. It was a little bit, like, overcast to the point where I was like, are we, are we going to be able to do this? Yeah, um,
0: ziplining through, through the clouds.
1: Through the clouds. We were above the clouds at one point. And then, then we, I have a photo of all of us because that same thing, like you come back and you're like, well, we just kind of did something a little scary and it was a little wild or whatever. And then, you know, we have our drink to celebrate. You like the whole drinks. day was like so epic. And Tim, we have the best pictures from that day of us. We're so happy.
0: I know I've got a bunch, but they're buried on a, on a hard drive. I got them. Them.
1: I got them all. I've got them all. Like it was, it was a it was a little, it was crazy. We were like so high up. We were like facing fears. And at the same time, it was just it was such a bonding experience for as long as we live. Kate and Dan, we all still talk about it.
0: My profile it picture of, of Michael is um him in his helmet and his my it's my contact picture for him with his big
1: Oh my god. I love it. The helmet pictures are so ridiculous, but that's what I have. All of all of my pictures, you and I have our helmets on. We look
0: great. Of course you do. We Mine right. was blue. So well, yours was two too, probably so it brought out our yeah. eyes.
1: Yeah, of course.
0: I'm sure red course. helmets were like, could we be like, ah, can we can can always we wear the blue, one, the blue ones?
1: Yeah. yeah. For the, you know, for the photos, So like you these know?
0: haven't been cleaned. Like I'll, I'll wait, I'll wait, I'll wait for the blue ones.
1: I think that's a perfect uh, last memory to end on because that was like one of my top Memories and also one of the most fun we ever had. God,
0: I'm Uh, emotional again, just reliving these moments.
1: I know, it's so fun. We have more to do and we can, we have so many episodes. We will still be talking about all this stuff, but I love reliving the memories, but also I'm so glad you got to talk about Tom and I'm so glad. In a way, like this is such a nice little interlude in between our... In between the regular broadcasting that we can't regularly schedule, what is it? Programming that we can't do at the moment. So in a way, I'm kind of loving that it's making us think about the other stuff. Yeah. Think it about it.
0: Yeah. Stuff. I mean, like I said, yeah, just the idea of this pivot and how it's still like, we're being a creative and imaginative and yeah. pulling out things that we wouldn't necessarily thought about. No. You know, other than Maybe just going to we were
1: on. Yay, Tim,
0: this is really good.
1: This was great. I love it. Thank you for
0: um, Um, indulging me to tell that story about Tom and
1: I'm, I'm thank you. you. And I, everyone will love to hear it and it's, it's life. It's hard. And, and you know, what a great, what a sweet way to honor him and have a little memorial for him. So I, I love that. And I know everybody listening is sending you a lot of love too.
0: Thank you all. I appreciate you. I mean, I'm sure that I will have many messages from all you beautiful people. But even if I don't, thank you because I know I can feel the love. Cause I always yeah. feel the love. We always feel the love from you people.
1: Yeah. We always do. So thank you all for listening. And Tim, Tim, I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.
0: And why you can see it's your birthday. Yes. I'm either going to leave this on your a voice text of this, but I think I'm going to just do it here. I'm going to sing your birthday song. I sang it last year. This is because we've talked about Red Robin and Nora going to the Red Robin for her birthday once. The Red Robin on Robson, on Robson Street, around the corner from the Sun Place Hotel. So last year I left Maggie this voice text on her birthday and said, "Okay, if I was taking you to Red Robin for your birthday, this is the song that would, that would sing that they would sing." Big breath. Happy, happy birthday! Today's your special day. Happy, happy birthday! Everyone say yay, yay, yay!
1: <laughs> oh.
0: I'm. I'm st- you
1: sound great.
0: I'm still probably going to leave that on your, mach- on your voice message tomorrow.
1: I will be disappointed if you don't.
0: Then done. Thank well, you, Tim.
1: I, I love my birthday song.
0: I love you and I love that it's your birthday. I, I can't like wait to see you tomorrow and celebrate with you.
1: Thank you all so much for listening to another episode of The Psychologists Are In. As always, don't forget to follow us on our Instagram at The Psychologists Are In and our Twitter at Psychologist Pod. And please check out our Patreon at patreon.com/slash psychologists are in for full video episodes of the pod and ad-free episodes.
0: Seeking the truth never gets old.